Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively, for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy, and love in their hearts, lives, and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? <laughs> I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple, but oh so powerful. Come on in. Let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey y'all, Mercedes back with Her Unapologetic Life, episode 145. And now we're kind of getting into the nitty gritty of, you know, the the connection of our inner child. And so today, just talking about three simple reasons why we want to connect with our inner child. Uh, but first, let me check in with you. Have you given more thought to that? Have you connected that to your life experiences, to where you're wanting to go? It's kind of where we're going, right? Um, so many of us have, you know, then we kind of think, well, so now what? So is she in your heart to stay? It kind of reminds me of, you know, profession of faith, like Jesus is in my heart to stay. It's kind of like that. It's like, well, is she there? Um, and if she is, then um, I would say three. today would be three reasons why to connect more deeply with your inner child, right? Um, and if not, then let's talk about why we want her there. So first one, um, you know, our pure child self um you know, at one time was fresh from heaven. And when we really connect with her, we really get some information and some inner knowing of who we really are and the doorways and pathways that um, lead to our full potential and healing, living, growing, right? So basically a window to our soul, a window to our desires, a window to what we're really wanting. And I just think that that's really cool. I think that if someone had told me years ago that this would be a way for me to really live that connected life um, more fully and accept myself sooner in life, I really wish I would have hung on to my inner child or connected with her a little bit sooner in my early adulthood, right? So it's it's something that's just really worth looking at, a big reason why you would want to connect with your inner child. And um, then second... Therefore, when we do that, we can actually be free to live our more authentic life, right? And so kind of said that in one, but really letting it sink in, like a big reason is we will be living our more authentic life. We will be our more, our more authentic self. And this will help us recover from the people-pleasing, the perfectionism, all of that programming uh, that um, I've talked about with you guys and with clients. Like it's it's kind of like, we're going to be more authentic in our living and we're going to be able to release some of those limiting beliefs that were never ours to begin with. We're not intended for us to live that way. Uh, you know, we are not intended to be in people pleasing all the time or perfectionism or, you know, in stress response. We're, you know, we're intended to live into our purpose. At least that's where I fall on the thing. So 
if you're looking for a more authentic life, then it's really wisdom to really connect with your inner child. Um, And then three, this kind of ties it all up with a beautiful bow. When we do one, you know, um, looking into the window of our soul, and then we live more authentically, what's going to happen then is number three is we're going to experience life from a place of more wholeness, whole living. Uh, This makes the journey more fulfilling, more purposeful, more meaningful. You fill in the blank for what you're looking for. But connecting to our inner child, having her in our heart, it really, it kind of completes that part of us, sets it within us uh, more firmly, and then we're able to go forth. So we're going to be living more authentically, right? But we're, and we're also going to be living more wholly. Um, And you can say holy as well, right? With the H, (laughs) you can do both. Um, But the results of that, you know, brings you into the living where you're, I don't know, whatever your goals are. For me, it's to make really strong decisions from my gut or from my heart, right? From the place that I know that I need to, to be confident in in how I'm spending my time, to really be looking for the clients who are my soulmate clients, right? These are the things that as I'm connecting more with my inner child, this is going to start happening. And so, yeah, it's pretty much, you know, I like to offer you all remedies, right, <laughs> of of what um, what life could be like if we would if we would um, try these certain practices, habits, ways of living, and connecting with the inner child has been a huge one that really opens that door to our whole self, our spirituality, all those things. And so. You might be thinking, oh my goodness, she's talking a lot about inner child, but trust me, it's a really beautiful and kind of simple, you know, think about childlike, carefree way to get in into your internal self and really do that work. And again, not everybody wants to do that work. Not everybody really isn't interested in it, um, but most of us are, and the ones here, I believe, are. So Let me review those again before I do a little reading here at the end. Again, so three ways, not three ways, three reasons why. I love the why. I ask a lot of questions and I love to answer whys uh, for myself and then share with you guys. So again, it's a window to our soul, right? We um, really will inform us more on what what we're wanting. Um, And two, we can live then a more authentic life, right? And this will allow us to recover from some of these, this programming we've been living with that limits us really. And then I think this one's amazing. We'll get to experience life from a place of wholeness, connecting ourself. Um, and it's just, you know, another way to heal and quiet the inner critic, of course, connecting with our inner child and tuning into our inner wisdom, right? Uh, it kind of brings it all together. Like I think, you know, healing, quieting the inner critic, connecting with the inner child, really listening in to our inner wisdom, of course, connected to Holy Spirit, so powerful. And we get to repeat that process, rinse and repeat, right? And it will pretty much become our go-to. We'll check in with ourselves. And um, we can say we check in with ourselves in a way if we want to say it that way. And so I hope that, you know, those three reasons kind of give you a way to um, answer your why that you want to connect. And I, so when I was recently was out west, um, I was, you know, hanging out in the house. Everyone else was skiing, having a retreat day. And I got this book by Karen Kenny uh, called Doorways to Transformation. Um, 
And I just was, I was just kind of like part of the thing for, for spring was to just kind of pick like open, open to a page and read. And I opened, um, to trusting desire. And I think really, if we go back to inner child, we can really tune more into our desire. And in the mind, body, um, eating psychology and dynamic stuff I do, they use the word desire as one of the practices or the doorways to go through for that healing. And I don't think we use that word very much. I think we, you know, I've talked about this before, like with pleasure, desire, we're not thinking on the lines of desire. We're thinking on the lines of what can we fix? Um, so I really wanted to um, tune in because this kind of, this, she talks about um, trusting desire. So I'm just going to read a portion of this for just to kind of, you know, take this a little bit deeper. So if you have the chance just to kind of take a few breaths, sit with me in this one, mull it over, see what comes up. But her quote at the beginning was from one of her journal entries. And it said, the heart then becomes a reliable guide for decision making. We can trust our heart's desire for they speak of our truest essence. And again, like that really brings back the whole, if our inner child is in our heart, we're trusting our inner wisdom, our gut, amazing things will happen, right? And I'm just going to read like this little chapter. So desire is one of the most sacred forms of guidance we can receive. And no one reminds me of this truth more than a powerful life coach and speaker named Tama Keeves. I first discovered Tama years ago on Facebook and signed up to receive her daily inspirational quotes of life wisdom. You know, kind of like you're here with me, right? They impacted me so much that I even thought of sharing my own writing and teaching in a similar fashion. Then I rediscovered what I already know, that my personal rhythm and creative flow emerges in a more seasonal fashion than a regular everyday digest. Nevertheless, she's a writer who continually affirms for me the importance of our desires, or what I call glimmers of life. Too often, we're taught to distrust these glimmers, or what, in essence, is an innate guidance system, encouraged instead to let shoulds or obligations drive our path. But the problem with living an obligated life is that it doesn't awaken us to real life. And though we're created to be fully alive during this journey on the planet, we settle for what is numb, mechanical, or expected. Tama wisely writes, We are given our dreams and our desires for a reason. They are the portals to inspired living. It is our work to choose this life. It's our work to choose to believe we're called by something alive to be exceptionally alive. To answer that call with 10,000 actions of love, courage, and gratitude. And she goes on to talking about, you know, um, when we, we follow these glimmers and we replace our self-judgment, we take leaps of faith. Um, we're really illuminating our life for our, our soul's journey. And then she quotes John O'Donohue and wrote, May I have the courage today to live the life that I would love, to postpone my dream no longer, but do at last what I came here for. And then she says, The next time you feel the seeds of a desire begin to take root, resist any hesitation that might try to dampen its growth. Instead, receive it as a sacred guidepost whispering your name. Follow it, love it, and risk taking a dive into your life for which you are designed. Trust that desire will help you lead to your soul's true home. And this, of course, ties in beautifully with the season we're in, spring, right? And the things I've been talking about, cultivating, planting, all of those things. And so I was like, ooh, I have got to read this this month. Because really, if we tune into our inner child, we're going to get closer to our true desires, our true dreams, and all of that. Uh, and later this month, we'll talk about more ways to connect with our inner child that will really, 
you know, really foster that creativity. But for today, you know, what what came up for you when you heard that, trusting your desire? Um, and she asks, what makes your soul sing, right? Where, when, and with whom do you feel most alive? And then what is one brave step you can take to move forward towards your desires? And, you know, I, like like I said last week, you're trying to think about what, what makes your soul sing back from childhood and today. And so it's all connected. So if you wrote some notes last week, I would go back if you have a journal part and just kind of answer some of those questions. Reflect on, you know, the, the, the reasons and which reason I spoke about today speaks to you most and what part of the reading speaks to you most. So keeping it pretty simple this month, but really getting you curious about being more connected with your inner child as a, as a way to really be connected with yourself, right? So that's what I have for today. I'll be back again next week. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup, and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's into the woods, one word, no caps, dot co. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.